Hi, I'm Sissy Graham Lynch. Welcome to Fearless, helping you have a fearless faith in a compromising culture. This weekend, we celebrate Mother's Day and how thankful I am for the women in my life, my grandmothers and my mom, who have taught me many things. I often tease that when I have a famous set of grandparents before the world, like Billy and Ruth Graham, people often forget that I had another set of grandparents who I loved and adored. They were wonderful. And so I feel like I've been blessed beyond my imagination to have two great grandmothers. They were completely different night and day, but I learned wonderful things from them and from a godly mother, how thankful I am for that. And so in this episode of Fearless, I am going to talk about things I've learned from my mom and my grandmother, Ruth Bell Graham. I want to see all the children, the grandchildren, and the great-grandchildren to grow up with a simple faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I could not imagine going to heaven and leaving one of them behind. If someday we could all be gathered there, that's my greatest desire. It's Mother's Day, and yes, this Mother's Day this year, we're celebrating a little bit differently. The coronavirus has not only just flipped our lives upside down the last couple weeks and couple months, it's changing how we celebrate days like this. So Mother's Day is different, and if you're like me, you are probably feeling depleted and exhausted and pulled in all directions and wondering how much more can we possibly give to those around us, especially on Mother's Day, when we probably just need a day away. But during this time over the last couple of weeks and couple of months, we've all faced different challenges, as I've mentioned here before in Fearless. Some of us are being homeschooled teachers for the first time while also balancing full-time jobs and our house duties. Even if we're it's 2020, most of the house duties fall on the women. And that might be a conversation for another day, another podcast. And that's not an argument. It's just natural that those obligations at home fall on us. And I read an article the other day that it was like the average woman felt like she had five different jobs right now. And I think right now the impact that single moms have had during this time, I can't even imagine. I've had my husband here. He's helped me when I've needed it. But I can't imagine the burden that single moms have carried during this time. There have been moms out there who have lost their jobs. You fear right now, maybe for your family business, that you don't know how you're going to recover from this. And then there's moms right now who are so busy working overtime on the front lines away from family, whether they're nurses or doctors or first responders, and it's just been a busy time. So we've all had our different challenges. They just look a little bit different depending on our families. And like I said, I have been depleted. And I was even as I was preparing for this Mother Day's podcast, I kind of felt exhausted. And I was like, I have nothing else to offer people because I feel like I've been offering myself in all directions. And I was just really struggling with what I was going to share today. How could I possibly be an encouragement to those others who are listening when I felt like I needed the encouragement? And so often I've mentioned in struggles of life, especially if I've been a mom or being a wife, how much I've missed my grandmother in those times. Because when my grandmother was alive and I was a teenager in my early 20s, 
I didn't think to ask those questions, those deep questions. I wasn't a mom yet. I didn't know what to ask her about being a mom or raising children and or being a spouse and the struggles of marriage. So often when I want and seek her wisdom, I will open up her writings or I'm fortunate enough that so much of my grandparents' messages are on YouTube. There are nights that I'll just go on YouTube and I'll listen to my grandfather or my grandmother. And there's a few on there of my grandmother. But the other day, when I was thinking about this Mother's Day and what it would look like for me, and I opened up my grandmother's book, and sure enough, there was one of her poems, and I started crying because it was speaking to me. And then during these times of quarantine, And like I've shared before, most of the time, it's been really good. For the most part, our family has done well. But there have been some dark days. There's been challenges that we have faced. But I can remember a day that as a mom, I was pretty ugly to my children. I was short-tempered in some of the things I said, and I burst out in yelling. And I had to ask for forgiveness from my little girl. And I remember the next day she was yelling out in frustration and I started yelling at her for yelling. And I had to take a step back and realize, oh my goodness, I know exactly where she's learned it from. And during this quarantine, I've seen some of my ugliest traits and my flaws come out in my children. And the other day in this moment where I was trying to prepare for this and I was feeling empty of how can I encourage moms and especially when I felt like in the last couple of weeks, maybe I have failed I opened up my grandmother's book where I so often look for encouragement. And I read this poem and I started to cry. And it says, five I have, as she's speaking about her five children, she says, five I have, each separate, distinct, a soul bound for eternity. And I, blind, leader of the blind, groping and fumbling, casual and concerned by turns, Undisciplined, I seek by order and command to discipline and shape. I who need thy discipline to shape my own disordered soul. O thou who seest the heart's true deep desire, each shortcoming and each sad mistake, supplement and overrule, nor let my children be the victims of our own unlikeness unto thee. And in that moment, as I read the prayer or read her poem, I started to cry because that's exactly how I felt. I was the blind leader of the blind and that I was demanding and commanding this for my children when that's what I needed. I needed to be disciplined by God. I needed to search my own heart and my own soul. And I didn't want my children to be victims of my own shortcomings and my mistakes and that I need God to overrule and I need Him to supplement that. And there's a video that I have watched, as I've mentioned, I've watched my grandmother on YouTube, you know, late at night. And there's one video where she talks about she needed God to supplement for her. I'm sure all of us mothers feel the same way. I would have to ask God, please, to overcome my mistakes and supplement my shortcomings, and then trust that he would do just that. And also in this video, when she's asked about raising a prodigal son like my dad, Franklin, which she's so good on that subject, and maybe thinking about it now that that's a podcast we'll have later down the road about raising a prodigal child. I, of course, have young children right now, so I haven't entered that stage of life if that's the road the Lord takes me down. 
So I haven't gotten there. And once again, if I do, I'm sure I'll be learning from my grandmother years down the road from now. But when she was asked about raising prodigal children and the thought and what other people's opinions were, looking at the Grams, thinking that they should raise saintly children, my grandmother and my mom, they never put the pressures on their children or grandchildren to rise up to the name Graham. They didn't put the pressures on that. They recognized that we had to find our own identity. They didn't feel the pressures of their friends or people's opinions. And for that, I'm so thankful for that they didn't add that pressure. We already had enough pressure as our own growing up as Graham, but my grandmother nor my mom never, ever put that pressure on us and how thankful I am. But she made a comment when she thought about you know, having problems with our children and raising them, that she realized God, the creator of the universe, God himself had problems with his own children. And that's you and that's me, of course, and we're God's children and we are sinful at nature and at heart and that God has his own problems with his own children and that we can find a piece of that and we look for God to his wisdom and his strength and his righteousness. But I've often been asked, you know, what's the greatest thing I've learned from my granddad or my dad? And when I got asked by a colleague, what's the greatest thing I've learned from my grandmother and my mom, you know, as these strong women in my family, that was difficult to me. I had to think about it for a little bit because there's so many great things. You know, both of my mom and my grandmother, they were a lot alike. They were very similar in their personalities. Both of them had a great sense of humor. I love it. I love the stories that my grandmother would tell about one time she found my dad smoking cigarettes and she made him smoke the whole pack until he got sick. Or when she would like climb up his window and dump his ashtray. My grandmother was just fun and she was funny. She always had a a fun sense of humor and a way to discipline. My mom was the same way, always a lot of fun. People enjoy being around them. But my grandmother and my mom were both just practical. They were practical in their wisdom and their advice they would give, and they would keep it simple. Even with raising children, it was always simple. And I love in this clip of my grandmother, she says, often you don't need to go to God's word about training a child. You need a dog training manual. It's embarrassing to have dogs better trained than your own children. But in training a dog, you keep your commands very simple and you patiently work with them till they obey you. And then you reward them not with food, but with a pat. Let them know that you're pleased with them. And I love that. My grandmother was always so funny. Like I said, she was always full of humor. But she, her point was you have to keep your commands simple and you have to encourage. And that as a mom is something I've tried to do. And I've realized maybe my mistakes that I've needed to fix, especially in the last few months, I've realized my encouragement wasn't where it needed to be with my children. And I could see my little girl needing my encouragement. So it's like my grandmother said, you keep your commands simple of what you ask of your children, but also be there to encourage them. And that is something I've learned from them. Another thing I've learned from my grandmother and my mom where neither of them ever thought very highly of themselves. They were so down to earth. And I think what perfect matches they were for my grandfather and for my dad. You had these faith leaders, you had these high profile men. And here you had these two women that were so down to earth. So often my grandfather, my dad, people thought it might be difficult to approach them 
but as soon as you did, you realize how humbled and kind they were. But my grandmother and my mom had this gift of letting people feel at ease right away, feeling comfortable in their homes, feeling comfortable around them. One was with their sense of humor. One was that they were so down to earth. And that I'm thankful for. And my mom too, like raising my brothers and myself, she never once allowed us to think we were something special being a gram. And I'm not sure if we really ever did, but if there was a hint that she thought we were thinking highly of ourselves, my mom would knock us right back down to the ground. She would not ever let us have that moment and how thankful I am for that. But also it was just, that was my mom and my grandmother's mission field were the people around them. My mom is not, she doesn't enjoy speaking. She doesn't write books, but her mission field were the people in our local community the people that worked at Samaritan's Purse and their families around us. And her being so down to earth was such a testament to who we were and what we strive to be as a family. And I also think too, though, if I had to look back of all the things that were important that I learned from these two women, and there's so many of them, is the power of relationships. And this is part of my legacy series, and we'll do that in a following episode. But my grandmother, She led my mom to Christ. And I think of her loving relationship to my mom, loving my mom, being full of grace towards my mom. She changed the legacy of my family and the path of my family. And I look, my mom wasn't a Christian when she started dating my dad. And I think when my dad brought my mom home, how Ruth Graham could have presented herself. She could have been upset with my dad. She could think, how could he bring this woman home with him? She's not a Christian. She could have had all these thoughts, which many Christian moms are guilty of. And I pray that one day I'm not guilty of that. But instead of that, instead of acting how maybe the world would think she would act, she opened up her arms to my mom. Because one, once again, she was practical. She realized if my dad wasn't walking with the Lord, why on earth would he bring somebody home that was walking with the Lord? So she knew her son needed Jesus as well. And I think of how much she loved on my mom in a crucial time, in a difficult time of my mom's life. And she opened up her arms and she led my mom to Christ weeks after that. And I'm how thankful I am for that. And I've seen that in my own mom's life. The relationships that she has made, the relationships that she is very intent on making with other people. And she's very thoughtful and intentional in her relationships. And my friends, I always tease that she was always speaking truth into my friends when I was in high school or in college. She was always, you know, pointing them back to God's truth, once being practical and kind of just being their mother as well. And I think that's another good point to make at Mother's Day that my mom taught me is that you don't have to be their biological mother to be a mother. And I know right now there's so many women who have never been able to have children and Mother's Day can be difficult for you. And it's very hard, or maybe you've lost your mother and it's another hard day to face. But I wanna encourage you is that you can still be a mother figure to so many women, even if you don't have your own biological children. And I've had women in my life a couple of them who've never had children, but they've been like a mother to me. And how thankful I am for their impact of loving on me, instructing on me. So I wanna encourage you. I know this can be a difficult day if you don't have your own children, but don't let Satan tell you lies that you can't have that influence in other young women's lives. Whether it's your nieces or nephews that you 
pour into or it's um, some young people at work or at your church. Be intentional. Be a Titus II woman that teaches the next generation about God's love and how to raise the next generation. You can still have purpose and still speak in to these women's lives. And actually, those women, they need your input. They need your heart. And I want to encourage you with that. And as we close, I want to leave you with one last thought. And that is, my sister-in-law just shared this with me this morning, and that is Isaiah 40, verse 11. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. And I think that God is our shepherd. He's leading me as a mom that needs discipline and that needs correction. He's leading me. He is my shepherd. And he's guiding me as I guide my young. But ultimately, my children, they are God's flock. They are his sheep that he will help me raise. And I pray that it's a way that's honoring to him. But I remember something else that my grandmother taught me. And once again, it's in a video that I've learned from her over the years, that we as mothers are to take care of the possible and trust God with the impossible. I remember the, the load that lifted from my heart when I first realized we mothers are to take care of the possible and trust God for the impossible. Now, the possible takes care of feeding them, uh, I think encouraging them also, taking care of their needs, being a good mother. Um, the impossible is conviction of sin, creating a hunger and thirst after righteousness, and conversion. And here I was trying to do all three of those when it dawned on me, hey, these are miracles, and miracles are not in my department. God, that's up to God. And trust God for the impossible and take care of the possible. I hope you and your family have a wonderful Mother's Day. I hope you guys can be creative and figure out how to celebrate this year because I know it looks a little bit different in how we're celebrating. But thank you for taking the time and joining me on another episode of Fearless. In my show notes, I know I talked about this video with my grandmother. I'm gonna put this link. I encourage you to watch it. I call it a grandmother's wisdom. Watch it uh, in my show notes and I think you and your family will enjoy it and it'll be an encouragement to you. Once again, thank you for joining me on another episode of Fearless. Follow me, Sissy Graham Lynch, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I was